Hello and welcome to I Spit on Your Grades, the results show for the medical horror that we did with Soho last week. Um, my name is Faye. If you don't know by now, I'm joined as always by Christopher. Hello. And Mercer. Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. Rio de Janeiro to you. Are we all doing good chaps? Yep, doing really well, thank you. Not much sleep last night. Um, online for the Soho home, Soho home horror after fest, after party fest, whatever it's called, until 6am this morning. So that were a bit brutal. It does seem to be the standard time for Soho after parties that they don't finish until six o'clock. And I can't fathom how we used to do this all the time in college just stay up till that time because my body can't take that sort of time now no true plus we had all the excitement of finally spit grades being back together in one pub outside thought it was never gonna happen hoped we'd never have to see mercer again apart from zoom but no unfortunately we did maybe you i wanted to see him in the flesh and i saw him in the flesh and it was good to see you in the flesh I, I enjoyed sharing my flesh with you both. What have you been watching, Mercer? What have I been watching? That is a good question. Um, it's a very good question. <laughs> with many possible answers, as he vainly tries to remember things he's watched this week. I think yours is an answer with many questions. You need me to stall for longer. <laughs> I've watched, honestly, I've watched a ton of stuff, um, actually, this week. Um, lots of different films. Um, nothing really to rave about. Like, it's all been, you know, like old stuff that I've ever seen before. Um, I rewatched The Void. The Void. Um, oh, The Void. I rewatched that, remembering, not enjoying it that much. Yeah. Um, but actually, it's pretty decent and it's quite gory. So again, I think I must have fallen asleep when I watched it first time. I think it, it the void was one of those that was built. It, there was quite a lot of hype around it, given who it was, because um, it's you know part Astron Six, um, and I, th I think it's a very different tone from things that have come before, like Mamborg and you know all the shorts that they do in search and editor. It's it's an entirely different feel. Definitely. But it's definitely a lot, it, it is a lot better than I think I gave it credit for. Um, which is the thing that I'm discovering about myself recently. I'm just, I'm watching things and appreciating them a lot more than I did before. Um, I don't know why that is. Maybe I'm just getting old. I, I think you do have a certain appreciation for stuff as you do get older. And I think it's, we've discussed this before, it's the same with the festival setting. Do you enjoy a film? a lot because you're watching it at a festival with a crowd like would you enjoy it just as much sat at home on your own for me the interesting answer to that is i actually enjoyed some of the films that i enjoy more now i enjoyed less in a festival setting mm. and i think it's because everybody hyped them up and raved about them but then there's some films that like i'm scared to watch because i loved them so much in the festivals that it, i am worried that that was the festival hype that did it to me. Um, I saw that though, but then like I've rewatched Loved Ones quite a lot and I still have that same emotional connection that I had at the festival to the Loved Ones. 
Mm. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I myself haven't really watched anything. I don't believe. Um, oh, I rewatched a promising young woman yesterday morning because it's awesome. But I've gone back to the office again and just watched a lot of the office because I love it so. Yeah, same. I've not watched a great deal this this past week. Don't know why. Too busy, excited, waiting for the pubs to reopen. Couldn't sit still. Just one of those weeks. Yeah, they ha- they happen. You can't watch every film under the sun every year. Uh, I can and I will. True. Attempt to. Don't challenge me. I'll watch all of them. <laughs> I don't think you will, fair. I, I did see I did see something today that I would like to watch. It's highly inappropriate. Mm-hmm. It was on TikTok and it's called Jurassic Wood. And it's the porn version of Jurassic World. And you've got a lady painted up as a... She's blue. She's the Velociraptor. Velociraptor, thank you. I was trying to remember the name. Um, And you know the scene where Chris Pratt commands them, commands blue, is basically commanding her to have a lick on his winky. I didn't see the actual winky licking, just the trailer for it, but colour me intrigued. Wow. <laughs> it looks hilarious. Yeah, that's amazing. It, it looks so funny. I'm only watching it for the plot. <laughs> I'm just watching it because I love dinosaurs. That's why I'm watching it. Wow, should I cut this? <laughs> I'm not going to no. cut it. It's staying how, in. How are people going to know that Jurassic Wood's out there? Exactly. If we don't publicise it. Right. We'll get a deal with them. It's fine. They can back us. It's got nine stars on IMBD. And I just made that up, but that would be quite good if it did. Shall we have a look what people have been saying about films that we've actually watched then? Yes. Which, were, which was our last week's episode. Oh, and we should say as well, everyone knows noticed yet, Mitch isn't here, unfortunately. We've, uh, we've lost him again, as is our way with Mitch. He had a prior commitment. He was asked to star in a film about sexy velociraptors. <laughs> They've got in there first. They've stolen him away from us. Anyway, quite a few people coming back to us this week with their views on the films that we picked. Mm. Thank you, everyone, for coming and having a listen to the live show as well. It was nice to see everyone there. That's much fun. It's always, yeah, we do always panic that there's going to be no one there. But then again, we just record anyway. Yeah. Just feel like this. No one lives. No one cares. So... Caitlin at Scared Sheepless has come back and put, I thought for sure the skin I live in was going to be my winner, but then I'm way more likely to revisit Get Out, so that took it. Yes, Caitlin. Good girl. Okay. That sounded very condescending. Yeah. (laughs) Well done. Well done for picking the right film. She did. She picked right. Kate Orton at Tiki Cambridge. But so hard to choose between Jane Doe and Get Out, the latter gets it by a hair. Yes! Corpse Bride at Noel underscore Kelly came back and picked the autopsy of Jane Doe for me. Creepy, clever, and great casting. And Darren Gaskell, our good friend Darren underscore Gaskell, said, I genuinely can't decide. You're all winners this week. Until we pressed him to actually make a choice because he had to, at which point he went for the autopsy of Jane Doe. He must decide. He <laughs> yeah. must decide. Forced him Even to... though I made him up, he must decide. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't make up Darren Gaskell. He does exist. <laughs> but we, yeah, we forced him with a Phoebe with a gift the vote, and he went for autopsy. 
Saltier Popcorn. Get Out is the best film. Frankenhooker is awesome. Jane Doe is a great killer, but The Skin I Live In is the best actual, <clears throat> lol, medical horror. So, again, I think that was an issue of some with a few people where they were fans of Get Out because it's brilliant and amazing, but they may have thought it didn't fall as a purely medical horror and maybe that swayed some of their voting. We are not people to go with conventional picks. That's a fact. We, you know, we it's what we're about. We don't go straight up medical. Do you agree, Mercer? I do, and I don't, but I do agree. But I disagree now in retrospect that Get Out isn't a medical horror. I think it is. It the entire concept of the film. Obviously, it's race, but it's also about transporting people from one body into another. Mm-hmm. That's the whole idea behind the film. There, there, there's also the psychological kind of like hypnotist vibe behind it as well, which is also medical. Well, I guess you could argue it's like a homeopathic yeah. treatment, but I think it falls under like medical, like people get hypnotized to do things, to stop things. So I actually. When you first said get out, I was like, medical my backside, cheating. Um, just picking public favourites here. Obviously, I were wrong on both counts. Um, but, yeah, now I'm like, yeah, it's definitely a medical horror. Yeah, as I say, definitely. As I, say I, just, I think it may have just swayed some people's voting. Jason Hazelden messages on Facebook as well. And they said Frank and Hooker's fun and got a great score. I just wanted to highlight Jason, because he has the soundtrack on cassette tape and attached a cof- copy for us to have a look at. Cassettes. If you ever get tired of it, Jason, you can send it to Mercer if you want. He'll take that off you. Yeah. yeah, Mercer will give it a very good home. And also, sound the absolute shock and awe alarm here. We've only had it, we've had an email. <laughs> an email. What? A genuine, genuine to goodness actual email from someone. It's from Kevin, from Ray, Raiders of the Podcast. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's your bloody email. <laughs> Bit aggressive, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> First off, shame on you all for having medical horrors without including either Dead Ringers, X Ray, or Flatliners. Original, let's not mention a remake. Darren, I was listening to Socially Distant Cinema the other day, and Darren Gaskell was saying about. X-ray, how it's just completely is saying it was one of the would have been one of his possible choices if he had to vote for the best medical horror. Okay. He was saying how it's completely stu- brilliant, completely stupid, turn your brain off. But yeah, that was one of his. Mike, we'll check we'll that have out. to get on that and have a look at it and see what it is about. And second, as I'm sure Faye will know, I believe Jordan Peele also crafted the end of Get Out to give white people a chance to experience the same fear of black people when they see blue flashing lights. Relevant point. Yeah, we did not pick. We did not pick up on that when we were discussing it. No, but completely one hundred percent correct. Yeah, makes me wonder if he's right about John Wick as well. (laughs) Whether John Wick is actually good. John Wick is great. I love John Wick. (laughs) Anyway, Ian signs off. All the best, Kevin. Raises the podcast. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. That is his first ever email. That this is a this is a milestone. We know we've made it now. We've had an email, and we are legit printing it out and framing it as well. You'll see it behind. Oh no, you'll not. Any next live podcast that we do, you'll see it behind Faye 
in her living room on the wall in place of Frank Turner. Kevin over Frank. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin, we love you, but no, not, not that much. Frank stays. <laughs> Just one, one last thing as well. Someone I know who listens to the podcast, Simon, came to me with... He's working his way through the backlog, so I don't know what took you so long to start listening to the podcast anyway. But he got to our best werewolf one, and he wanted to remind everyone and moan at me for not including Silver Bullet in the best werewolf selection. Again, something I've not best seen. Best vampire, that sorry. Best vampire. Again, something I've not seen that I've been meaning to see for years and just never got round to it. You, Mercer, not seen it? No, not seen it. Um, I just want to say as well, I just need to throw this out there. You people out there this week, add us on the edge of our seats with your voting. I honestly thought at one point I'd won <laughs> the public vote. It was going my way. You you <laughs> raced into an early you raced into an early early lead. It was immense. It was such a tense voting. Like when 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 three our three films. No, yours would never on par. I don't think. But they're like three films at the same score. You were like, what the hell? Who's going to take this? Well, we all know who did. Yeah, we do know who did now, but we'll come to that. Well, we know everyone knows who won the public vote because it's on our Twitter feed to let everyone know which one it is. Oh, I do apologise. I thought we were referencing actual winning. My my apologies. I mean, I don't know who wins until we. I actually get told by Mercer. No. Yeah. No, he's, no, 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 he, no, no, no. He does take the scores and then he has to self-isolate. He was self-isolating before it was cool. He had all the, he had all the scores. He had to go stay locked away so that he didn't spill the secrets to anyone. Memorises them, burns the paper, throws the ashes out to sea. Yeah, that's the way. But that's all the feedback, though. So thank you, everyone, for coming back to us. And thank you again for Mitch for having us as well. Second time at Zoho. Hi, thank you, Mitch. Shall we talk about people who didn't love our film so much? Yeah, why not? I think we should probably give them a mention. Now that um, lockdown has eased and people have been allowed to visit and stuff, it's uh, been perfectly legal for us to get someone in to sing for this week's one-star reviews. Ladies and gentlemen, this week we have Lulu. (gasps) Come to clear her pipes in my living room and not in a dirty way, you filthy buggers. Whoa! Whoa! Star of you. Woo! Fuck off now, Lulu. Get out. Go and light some other bastards' fire, you dirty skank. Who's going first? I'll be going first. Um, I will just say that when I was looking for one star reviews to get out, I had to wade through several racist reviews. It was disgusting. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not going into it. I'm not giving it the time, dear. But just to say that it's out there and it shouldn't be out there. But so the reason I picked this one um, is purely because <laughs> it's the weirdest thing to get butt hurt about. Okay, but it's titled watched just the trailer and this is by Craig Ox and it's quite not quite recent it's December 2019 a couple of years ago hypnosis is what got me into even looking at this film it's a scientific phenomenon that's completely misunderstood even within the scientific community and movies don't help 
In the trailer, it's clear that this movie is just keeping the status quo of complete ignorance from the media and movies. I didn't want to get into specifics because I really enjoy to know them while producers don't. So they can't easily fool me, but I'll do it anyway. Knocking someone unconscious by hitting them on the head is widely known to be completely wrong. Cheers. Yeah, right. So he's clearly gone in looking for hypnosis documentary. And hitting someone on the head is completely wrong. Do you just mean a hypnosis or just general? I don't honestly know. I, I just thought it was refreshing that somebody was completely offended by the fact that hypnosis wasn't accurately represented within the film. It, it, was, it, was, it was a change from the racism, is what I'm saying, so. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I just find, all oh, that weird, I suppose, is this hobby to go, sit down and go, right, good hypnosis film I'm looking for. Odd. Odd. Odd fellow, or felly? Fel Odd. Odd. I'll go next then for Autopsy Jane Doe. So this is from M. Hogg, 2018. Although he posted posted review 2017. So either there's another M. Hogg out there, so you can have an M. Hogg 2017. Or you thought, no, I'm I'm ahead of the game. So I'm going M. Hogg 2018. M. Hogg. Can I pet M. Hogg? There, there, can I pet M. Hogg? No, no, you can't. Damn it. Anyway, as I read the other reviews, after I wasted 90 minutes of my life, again, wouldn't have done any, 90 minutes would have been spent doing whatever else, uh-huh. not wasted. Uh-huh. I was amazed. It was as if no one watched the boring waste of time Brian Cox talents movie that I did. Stephen King compared this piece of crap to Alien. He must be drinking and drugging again, or got paid to say this. Basically, an underdeveloped story that goes nowhere slowly. I won't spoil it for anyone. I yawned and looked at my watch way too often during this lame attempt at horror. Basically, an autopsy film with barely explained supernatural overtones is not only boring and slow, it's predictable. There isn't an original thought in this. The only positive it had is that it wasn't one of those stupid overrated found footage movies. What it was, was terrible. Tell us what you think. For a 90-minute movie, it felt like it was four hours long. This is always a bad sign. When I read about how frightening this was now horrifying, I have to wonder if my fellow reviewers are frightened by Sesame Street because there wasn't a genuine scare in this entire movie. That's wrong. Hate that. Always hate that whole idea of going, oh, it's not, it's not scary because someone else. I can just prefix it, go, it wasn't scary to me, but mm. I can understand how it may be scary to someone else. But to go, no, I like, if it's not ridiculously hardcore, extreme horror then it's not scary at all i mean and sesame street is scary it's got a giant fucking that big, talking bird. Oh yes that big fucking yellow bird which i found out by the way is different in other countries it's different colors in other countries <laughs> big bird yeah, you know i said it's all high-pitched um, <laughs> uh, the, uh, a vampire in sesame street who likes to count things and that's quite scary They've got a, a little monster that lives in a bin. Oscar. Yeah. They've got a hobo. They've got a character called Cookie Monster. Yeah. I know. Don't come at me telling me Sesame Street isn't scary. I'll call um, you a Billy Bullshitter. I will, I will not defend this person. 
Um, because actually, I do think, um, although I'm not like the biggest fan of the autopsy agenda, I do think it does do a good job in building up the tension. Um, and I do think the the bell things and like the people walking in the corridors, like when you can't see them, do you know, like in the background, yeah. I think that does do a good job of actually building up tension and fear. So this person's obviously, and I, do you know what? Fear is subjective. And nine times, I mean, I always say I'm not scared of anything. Um, in the real world, I'm scared of everything, but on films, I'm not because we're used to it because we watch a lot. Um, and sometimes you have to take that into account when you're reviewing something. Like, like you said, Chris, you know, it wasn't scary for me, but you know, I can see why. But yeah, like like scary stories to tell in the dark, for example. It's not something that I find scary, but I can absolutely see why people would be scared of some of those characters. Yeah. Yeah. Still a horror Typically not scared doesn't make it a horror film. Exactly. Well, not a horror film, sorry. You know, I know what you meant. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Go on, Mercer. Lay, lay it on us. Okay, and so... The, and the uh, review. I've just, in my mind, Chris said that's been all I wanted to do was sing Pour Some Sugar on Me. I wanted to sing Lay All You Love on Me. It's all about on me. Mm. Put it on me, baby. I just made that one up. Um, <laughs> so my review is obviously for um, Frankenhooker, in case you forgot that that's what I picked, everyone. Uh, this came from Bobby Billions. It's a relatively old review from 2008, but, you know, it's an old film. And um, the title for the review is Contender for the Worst Movie Ever. Thank you. I am in a competition. <sighs> Let's not beat around the bush. This is the worst film I have ever seen. The acting is abominable, as is the plot. In fact, everything about this so-called movie is disgraceful. From the opening scene of an electrician fiddling around with a brain, it went from terrible to atrocious to stick your head into rotting roadkill to avoid seeing the video end. Fabulous. I watched this movie because my roommate was looking for a fun film. And when a guy at the video store highly recommended Frankenhooker, my roommate's mind was made. The things that I'm grateful for are that I didn't pay for this film and that I got, a, got to catch up with friends while watching. If this movie were food, this is an interesting point. If this movie were food, it would be scarab beetle soup made with elephant pee, donkey vomit, and garnished with a toenail clipping from a long dead soldier from World War One. The end. Now, I just appreciate food recipes in um, in films. To be fair, in film reviews, which is the only reason I picked this, because I am going for some scarab beetle, elephant pee, and donkey vomit soup. It's not got any scarab beetle in it. <laughs> it hasn't. Um, it's scarab beetle soup made with elephant pee and donkey vomit. The lying bastard. Why are his ingredients so oddly specific? Like he's he's clearly done this before. He's clearly made this soup. And I don't know about you, but he's got a structure to his reviews, which is I'm going to say some crap and then end it with something that's meant to gross you out, mm. like. Blah, 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 I don't really like this film. Let's stick his head in roadkill. Blah, 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 I still don't like this film. Let's eat soup with donkey vomit in it. 
it's like you know that's the structure of his reviews. I've been through every review that he's ever wrote, and all I haven't been every review that he's ever wrote. I've been, I've been to your house. <laughs> Talking about being grossed out, I picked up the review for Mitch's "The Skin I Live In" because obviously, bless him, he's not worse. This one is from Jake Preda or Jake Preda highlight, and this is titled "I Wish I'd Been Warned Before I Saw This Movie." Okay. Get settled in because this is great. In a way, in a way, it's absolutely awful, but everyone's got a line that gets crossed. Pardon the pun, but I thought I was pretty thick-skinned. This is a justified spoiler alert for one reason and one reason only. This is a warning to all heterosexual men that would normally get grossed out from watching anything having to do with transsexuality as a topic. Don't watch this movie. Go re-watch Back to the Future or Star Wars, or anything else. I wish I would have been warned just the same before I saw it. And as a disclaimer, this one is not intended as an insult or front of any kind to the LGB community. It just grossed me out to high hell, and I feel it's my duty to warn others. Two things. Number one, he defo fancied her, and then when the reveal came, he got grossed out by it. Number two, he's not fine with that, but he's fine with incest, because Star Wars... And Back to the Future, both are incestuous. And anyone who prefixes anything with no disrespect to, then basically they're saying, I am quite disrespectful to. Um, bless him. I just feel like that's a, it's a, a very transphobic review. <laughs> well done. Jake, well done. Jake, I highly recommend The Crying Game if you're looking for something else, something next to go and, uh, go and check out. I highly recommend uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. That'll blow your fucking mind. Tootsie, if you don't see Tootsie. <laughs> and then let's get hardcore with Boys Don't Cry. You are going to live your best life, mister. Oh, I watched Boys Don't Cry of the week. Fucking love that film. So good. But yeah, so while, while Jake feverishly goes through Prime to try to see if any of those movies are there, Lulu will sing him. Sing him out, I guess, as she's on the way out the door. She will, I guess. Where's me fucking obnobs? Why is she Liverpool? Lulu, who's been spending a lot of time in Liverpool recently. She has. She has. And yeah. Scotland, while she loves it, clearly she had to relocate for work reasons. Quite picked up quite the dialect. I told you to fuck off, Lulu. You're not getting your obnobs. Just go. Is it even Lulu? Is it like a Lulu impersonator? Have you been? Have you been? Have you been COVID scammed? You you think I'd skimp on getting someone in here to sing these one star reviews, mate? I paid good money. I paid half a hobnob for this Lulu. We don't pay hobnob money. We pay each other digestive money. <laughs> you didn't even give a real digestives. No, no, not the. <laughs> they're Morrison's own brand. All the supermarkets are available. It's definitely the real Lulu. I mean, you can find us singing at Blackpool Tower. So when we when we get a Patreon, we'll have obnos until then. We, we have to go without. Yeah. If anyone wants to donate, so we can buy some hobnobs, or just send us a pack of hobnobs. Feel free. Any food, just send food. Just send food. Yeah. Just e message for the address. 
It'll be right. Just send stuff. I particularly like beef jerky. If you want to send that, or there bill is it biltong? 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 Jerky, jerky. The real, the real jerky. Yes. The real, yeah, the legit one. But yeah, so thank you, Lulu, and all our one star reviews. Peckish now. <laughs> Shall we find out who's won then? I guess so. Mercer Mitch wherever you are I spit <laughs> on your grades <laughs> how I mean well done well done but yeah. how I will not be commenting at this time I'm going to my trailer See, I thought, I thought I had it with the public vote when I took it for Deep Blue Sea the week and it was snatched, cruelly snatched away from me. But no, this time the public and everyone is on my side at the autopsy, Jane, no. Not Best everyone. medical horror. Well done. All right, don't milk it. Don't milk it. I don't win that often. <laughs> <laughs> Mercer's going to have a ticker tape parade. <laughs> when I win. Um, just to um, just to give everything a bit of context, um, yes, Chris, you did win with the autopsy of Jane Doe, uh, and it came in with a grade B this week. So, well done for that. Um, that was very not closely followed, but in second place was Get Out Fair. Um, so you did come in second. You did get a C, which. Um, I think it's a shock to all three of us, if we're being honest. We all thought, you know, Get Out would have done better. Um, this is really exciting, everyone. This is really exciting, because guess who's in third place? Not me. <laughs> okay, the skin I live in. Yes, also grade C, which means, again, in their crowning position, crowning position, in their, like, literally where I belong, Fourth place, Frankenhooker. Crown me the loser, baby, because that's what I am. Also, great C. You shouldn't have been in fourth place. I definitely shouldn't have been in second place. Yeah, we should have swapped places really fast, shouldn't we? <laughs> well done, Chris. Well done to you. Victory! Yours. So... Normally, I would pick our genre choice for the next episode, but we're going doing something slightly different. Excitingly, Ooh. drum roll, another one. There you go. Thank you very much for all that. No worries. No, no expense spent. Mercer, would you like to give a quick run through of our new episodes? This is just as big a surprise to me as it is to everybody else right now. Um, <laughs> Chris, with his, with his, I'm going to start introducing we're doing something different and then pass it on. <laughs> you. I, um, I just want everyone to share in the joy. <laughs> so we we are going to go off, off script um, and we're introducing something new um, and 
it is going to be called are you ready for this everybody this is amazing it is called prime scene investigation that's right prime scene investigation But what we will be doing is we'll be, we will be watching random films, random horror films from Amazon Prime. We're going to use random number, number generator. We're going to get a number. We are going to go to Prime. We are going to count down that amount of numbers in the horror genre. And that will be the film we watch, providing more than one of us hasn't already seen it. So if two of us have seen it, then we'll skip into the next film. Um, but if only one of us has seen it, we're going to do it. And we're going to do a little bit more of an in-depth review on random films in the hope that we get to see some amazing new stuff. And we might even introduce you to some amazing new stuff. Now, what's really exciting is we've already got our first film. Ooh. Haven't we, Phil? We have indeed. And if you are expecting quality from this one, I think you've come looking in the wrong place. For we have, for our first prime scene investigation film, The Task. Which from the poster, looks terrible. You absolutely cannot, because, you know, that Lindsay Lohan we watched poster didn't look that bad, but then I watched the film. Um Yes, Mercer. I've just got to say, the, the the task for anyone who is wanting to watch it, obviously, is on Amazon Prime. Um, it's called The Task. It's from ninth, uh, 2011, I believe, and it's directed by um, Alex Orwell, to give you a bit of a heads up. But here's the best piece of information for anyone who's from the UK. Somebody from Bread, the TV show Bread, is in... The task. Are you for real? Right. We Who have is a it? character, um, Victor Maguire. So I think this is already primed to be a truly excellent film. Come, they're, they're in a haunted jail. So I, I think even even the worst even the worst films when they're in somewhere and it says haunted, I go yes, I I am watching that. Get it watched in advance of the recording and then you can join in. Well, you can't really join in, but you can tell us what you think about it. Yes. <laughs> um, for the next episode. I think that about wraps it up here then. Um, yeah, we hope you like the new new it, new part format. Yeah. Is that what we're calling it? The the expansion pack. Thank you. Do I spell on your grace? We're still going to be doing the main show and the results show. As always, this is who doesn't want more more downloadable content. So we will be bringing this in as well. So let us know what you think. Let us know if you're looking forward to it. If you're not looking forward to it, don't tell us because we get upset really easily. Yeah. And we don't, we're really happy with the name. So big up the name as well. Nice. If you want to get in contact with us, do so on Instagram and Twitter at Spit Grades. I spit on your grades on Facebook. And if you want to be really cool like Kev and email us in, you can do so at electricpossums at gmail.com. He's starting a revolution now, aren't he? 
I know we we won't be having tweets now, it's just gonna be emails coming in. And if you have enjoyed the episode, please do rate, review, and subscribe. So until next time, I have been Faye, this has been Chris, and that has been Mercer. I have been. I still am. Yes, you are. I mean you are, yes. Yes. Good. Bye everyone. Bye.